Hello, and welcome to the series "Making Stewardship a Way of Life." This is episode twelve, titled "Making a Commitment to God." Your host is Father Andrew Kemberling, formerly the pastor of St. Thomas More Parish in Centennial, Colorado. With Mila Gladava, the director of communications and stewardship, Father Andrew has written a book by the same name. It's based on their experience introducing a comprehensive stewardship program at St. Thomas More, where Father Andrew was the pastor for 14 years. The program provides a complete guide for individuals on how to approach, embrace. And practice the full range of stewardship in their lives. Here's Father Andrew. Last time when we talked, we talked about stewardship from the Bible's perspective and certain biblical passages that offer thanks to God and our emphasis of making our gift holy. Today we're asking people to look at the very issue of making a commitment. Now, why do we ask people to make a commitment? Well, first and foremost, commitments are the kind of thing that take time for us to grow and develop. It takes time for us to go from one step to the next step to the next step. Commitments, in and of themselves, are the function of ministry. Now, you see, a volunteer turns into a minister because of the commitment. I often like to say to people. Uh, you don't volunteer to your husband and wife. <laughs> You're committed to each other, so you don't volunteer. It's ministry. It's part of your act of love in your relationship. And so, whenever I use the word volunteer, I use it loosely because I know that the volunteer would become a minister, and then they are driven to their ministry by their commitment. Just as married people are driven in their commitment to each other because of their vows. Let us look at what that commitment might look like from the very beginning. Now, I always like to use the example of a mother telling her son Billy to empty the trash. Billy, empty the trash. Sure, mom. I'll stop right there. Is Billy really going to go empty the trash now that he said yes, mother? No. Most moms then have to say, "Billy, take out the trash. Billy, take out the trash. William James Smith, take out the trash." Well, when you hear your first, middle, and last name, you usually spring off the couch and then go do it. Billy now is going to empty the trash. He is now complied with his mother's asking him to do it. So I would see that as the first step of a commitment. Billy grudgingly made the commitment to empty the trash. Now let's fast forward that and put it into a parish. Here we have people, and I say, "Who would like to help out the parish?" I will, Father. They just said yes, but they have no intention of actually doing it. They don't look a whole lot different than Billy sitting on the couch saying, "Sure, Mom." It's when we finally, in the name of God, get people to get off their feet and say, "Okay, I'll do it." A lot of people who are doing it for the first time might actually be doing it a little begrudgingly, feeling like, "Well, I have nothing else to do," or. Okay, fine, I'll do it. So you feel sort of forced into it. You're conflicted. Part of you wants to do it, and part of you doesn't want to do it. That's okay. That we got to start somewhere. And even if we have mixed intentions, that's all right. God will purify our intentions and purify our commitment. But then the commitment starts to get to where you know the trash starts to get empty and or starts to get full and. 
Mom says to Billy, Billy, that trash needs to go. Mom, I'm on it already. I'm getting it. I'm sorry. And then he goes and takes it out. He's not doing it begrudgingly. He's now working with mom. And then mom comes into the kitchen and she's, you know, she looks over there and she thinks, oh, that trash needs to go out. And she checks it. It's, lo and behold, it's empty. Billy already emptied the trash. He was proactively already there. Now, I always say to moms out there, don't hold your breath. This might take some time. <laughs> but in a parish environment, that's where the person grows to their commitment. They don't even have to be asked. They already know what the needs of the parish are, and they aren't needs-focused. They have a need to respond and be committed to God, and they have the foresight to, uh, to prevent or be proactive in their giving that things are already being taken care of without being asked. That's the way we might want to see a commitment develop within a parish. So making a commitment at that parish level can look like many ways. One way we have found to make a commitment at the parish level is to ask people to go to the ritual of signing a commitment card. When you get people to sign a commitment card, that helps people solidify their first commitment. And it's very important for us to understand that we have multiple audiences out there. We have people that have never given. You have people that will give for the first time. You have people renewing their commitment. You have people that have been doing this commitment for many years. Just so you know, we have all those audiences. Getting people to make a commitment for the first time is critical. That step is going to be mixed with feelings and emotions. People generally have mixed emotions when they do it, and they kind of feel like, okay, I'll do it, sort of begrudgingly. That's great. That's all right. And I don't mind it, because in time, we can purify that intention to get people to grow. When you have a commitment card, what you want them to do is to get that card in their hand at the time of Mass, so they see the spiritual understanding of filling out the card. Now, my advice that I give to other people and those that do it, smile because they can see what I'm doing. I ask people to pick the card up because there's a prayer attached to it. That prayer will be prayed together at Mass. Most people are there to pray, and so they'll pick up the card to then pray. And then once they're done praying, I now say, turn the card over and start filling it out. Folks, it's in your hands. You already have it now in your hands. And once it's in your hands, you think, okay, well, whatever. And then you start putting in your name and you find yourself making that commitment. That start is then built upon the next time. The next time you willingly pick up that card and pray the prayer because you know it's coming and you'll fill out that stuff has been asked the next time you come and you've prayed the card, you already filled it out when you were waiting before Mass because you knew it was coming. You're already in that proactive part of your commitment. And, and the next time you're there, you're helping the people at the church set up for the Commitment Sunday because you're proactive. You're at that level of one's commitment. That commitment and pledge of faith that's given to God is the size of our character. Our character grows over time, and that's what God asks us to do. It's the size of our conversion. And the true nature of our conversion is called the, the character of our soul. 
when we've purified our intentions with a commitment that says to God, God, I'll do anything for you, and you don't think your way through this commitment, you act your way through the commitment. It's not something you say, it's something that you do. When you realize that you're doing it, you're not just saying, yeah, mom, I'll go do it, but then not do it. You actually do it. You're living it. And that's the difference that I always like to remind people of what a spirituality is. It's a series of practices. And when we have these practices and we organize them together, and all these organized practices put together called stewardship, then you have a stewardship spirituality because of that growth of one's commitment. A question that can be asked is, Father Andrew, what about all those people who give nothing at all? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, there are people who do give nothing. One of the things that I have found when asking people to make a commitment, there are five audiences And I like to talk to each audience and allow everyone else to listen in while I talk to each audience. One of the audiences helps answer this question. What about those people that give nothing at all? Well, this is my first audience. Welcome, my first audience. You are those of you who are here today who will give nothing. You've given nothing before. You are planning on giving nothing today. I'm praying for you. And I do. I pray for you all the time because I think those people who are not giving anything are wasting their lives. They're usually angry at me, at God, at their mother or father or somebody. And they're using their anger as a weapon. They think that if they can just project this anger on other people, they'll get even. I'm sorry, but anger like this is not hurting anybody but yourself. It's like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. It's not killing them. It's killing you. And so I'll tell those people that are giving nothing, you're killing yourself and you're wasting your life. Please accept the invitation to accept the need to give. So if you're concerned about those who give nothing at all, join me in praying for them that they get unstuck from the place that they are because they're living a wasted life. Because we have a need to give before giving to a need. And they're not even given to themselves. They're not even giving to anybody else. Everything is stuck with them and their anger. And they're wasting the opportunities of a life. Well, as we continue to look at those other audiences, it's important for us to realize that when we make a commitment and we become an example to other people, they too then make a commitment. Now, a common fact that we know that in parishes that have not yet started with stewardship, there's the old 80-20 rule. Uh, the 80 people, 80% of the people do nothing and the rest of the parish is run by the 20%. But we have found in our experience when we introduce a stewardship spirituality, we see those numbers start switching around. And I've seen places where you get 70% of the parishioners actively involved in the parish. That's called a dynamic parish. That would be called an exceptional parish, an amazing parish. And we know that if you want to get to be an amazing parish, stewardship spirituality is one of the ways that will get you there. 
Let us remember making a commitment to God is the way you will act your way through the spirituality instead of thinking your way through a spirituality. Making a commitment back to God in thanksgiving for what God has done is a gift that we give to God. Thank you, Father Andrew. You've been listening to the series Making Stewardship a Way of Life, Episode 12, with Father Andrew Kimberling. The program is described in the book by the same name, which is available from online booksellers, and it's being embraced by individuals and parishes around the world. To learn more, visit the International Catholic Stewardship Council at catholicstewardship.com. Our music is from the band Sir Captain. Find them at sircaptain.com. Please join us for episode 13 of Making Stewardship a Way of Life.